0: 995 gold that's 833995 gold 833995 g o l d
1: More than a movie is back with season 2 I'm your host Alex Fumero and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies from The Godfather Andy Garcia
2: He has the smarts of Vito the temper of Sonny the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael
5: Hour three of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show is upon us. Thanks for being here with Clay and me. All of you all across the country, all 50 states, and for those listening on streaming or podcasts probably all over the world, we've got people listening on military bases, Clay. I always love that. We'll get like a random email no from doubt. someone in South Korea or Okinawa or Germany or you name it. I even got an email from people downrange in uh, in the war zone saying, really enjoy the podcast. You know, I always say, all right. <laughs> that makes me... Any,
0: anytime, it's a, it's a good feeling. Anytime somebody who is away from home, you can help to connect them
5: with home a bit better right we, we hope to give people a little 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 uh, little bit of home in their ears, so to speak by uh, listening to this podcast so please make sure you continue to spread it around and we thank all of our affiliates of course for being the giant megaphone from which we can reach people all across the country or hundreds of megaphones as the case yes. may be on CNN right now you have the headline Pfizer vaccine safe for children 5 to 11 And well tolerated. I I just want everyone to be paying close attention here because what you are seeing is, oh, the boosters, the FDA is backing off on the boosters being recommended, which remember, the recommendation always turns into a mandate, right? They recommend you do the following very quickly. And then if enough people
0: don't do it, then it turns into a mandate. So
5: so it's not, you know, it's an offer you can't refuse to borrow from Don Corleone. You better do this or else. And they're going to do this with boosters. I believe in time, although Clay's point, I think, is well taken and correct, that if we happen to see a, as Fauci would call it, a diminution of cases, also known as cases going down. (laughs) Fauci loves that word. Listen for it. You'll hear it if there's a diminution. But if the cases go down into the wintertime, for whatever reason, I think it's unlikely. But if that happens, maybe you won't get boosters. We get it. We get a surge. Another Fauci word. We're going to be seeing boosters. But right now, Clay, they're they're trying to convince everybody that six and seven and eight year olds. We, we did the numbers before. Yes. Are needing to get this shot in their arms. And r- r- reminder, folks, this is not going to be like the initial days of the vaccine for adults where it was, you know, we don't want men. No, no, no. Once the FDA approves Pfizer for your six-year-old, it's going to be can't go to daycare or can't, I don't know when kids start school because I don't have any yet. Working on it, Uh but you know, eight, you know, you're can't, a long
0: way hopefully from having kids. Uh
5: I got to get married first. I'm working on it. I'm working. I'm on the path. So anyway, point here being Clay, they're going to be telling you if you're going to have your kid, your eight-year-old, your nine-year-old in school, kids got to get the shot. Then and they're already saying it's just like MMR and. Here's Fauci, just so everyone remembers, on the booster
2: flip-flop. No, I mean, I, you know, when I was saying that mistake, my own personal looking at this, again, just because I look at the data and say I would do it this way, that's the reason why we have qualified groups of people who together as a committee examine all the data and make a decision. So I have no problem at all with their decision. The thing that I'm saying is that data will continue to come in, and I believe you're going to see an evolution of this process as we go on in the next several weeks to months. It's important to note, Buck, this wasn't like some
0: close decision. Right now they voted, and again, I've seen it reported two different ways, 16 to 3 or 16 to 2 against recommending boosters. If I got destroyed like that, by a group of my peers after I had gone public like Fauci had and said, hey, the data's all clear, everybody has to get a booster, and then all these other scientists looked at it and voted against me 16-2 to or 16-3, to I'd feel like I got smacked down pretty
5: significantly. Let's think about this one for a second, though, Clay. How is it even remotely feasible that they can know efficacy and risk profile of booster shots that until a couple of months ago... They were pretending there was Would no way we were going to need. It's just you don't have to be. This goes back to know when people are lying to you. Know when something smells funky. You and I have smelled that funky smell from the very beginning of COVID from people like Fauci, right? We've known there's something up when they tell you that they could know both the need for and the safety of booster shots, they are extrapolating. Notice how Fauci also makes a pretty big admission here. He goes, you know, we're looking at the different data, all the different numbers, and coming to a conclusion. Rooms full of bureaucrats like the one he's talking about are making determinations, and then, Clay, they act like it's the equivalent for a Catholic of the pope-speaking ex cathedra, as in this is the word of God from on high to all of you, and it is forever true and is irrevocable. That's just not accurate at all about these prognostications about boosters, which we know because Biden weeks ago was like, here again, boosters. I also want to point
0: out, as I think it's significant,
5: if only two or
0: three people are supporting the idea of boosters, this also lets you know that Fauci is not a mainstream advocate. He's far on the side of more treatment, right? I mean, if there are almost 20 different experts, and we put experts in quotations, looking at this data and making a determination – And the vast majority of them are making the opposite recommendation from what Dr. Fauci is saying. Do we really want an activist in terms of COVID policy that's way in front of where everybody else in the country should be? And then when we get lectured by the blue checkmark brigade for not following the science, isn't Fauci himself not
5: following the science if they're all repudiating his advice? Well, there's also an admission here, which you rarely get that these are judgment calls, that they are balancing out different interests and risk factors and numbers, and there's a lot of unknowns. People used to make fun of the Rumsfeld, you know, known unknowns, unknown unknowns. It's actually a pretty good framework for understanding certain problem sets because what you don't know you don't know can often be the thing that's the biggest problem, which, by the way, I think we've seen with some of the vaccination stuff here. Here, though, is the NIH director because these guys are starting to feel the heat. If you're a person who is capable of thinking for yourself, you have at a minimum enormous questions about Fauci's credibility and others around him. You know, uh, the the head of the CDC, for example, Walensky, the head of the NIH here stepping out to say, yeah, if you want certainty, go to go to China. This is what they're actually saying now. We'll have to see what they say ultimately about the youngest individuals because of concerns about benefits and risks. But I will be surprised if boosters are not
0: recommended for people under 65 going forward in the next few weeks. But we'll wait and see. You know, Chris, what you're seeing here is science playing out in a very transparent way. This is the
5: way it ought to be. I'm a little troubled that people are complaining that the process isn't working for them.
2: The process is to look at the data, have the experts consider it, and then make their best judgment at that point, recognize that the judgments may change. If people want an absolutely
0: authoritative
5: statement about here's the right answer, well, that's not what our country is all about. Move to China. You'll get it there. What a smug jackass, Clay. This guy runs the National Institutes of Health.
0: Also, there isn't a consensus from science either. And I understand his argument there. Science is messy. But he's pushing against the idea of science being messy by saying everybody has to make the exact same decision when we tell you to make the decision, right? Like, science is messy. If you listen to Dr. Ioannidis, if you listen to Dr. Macri, if you listen to the great Barrington declaration, uh, individuals, if you listened, frankly, to so many doctors that you and I talk to Buck who agree with a lot of what we say, but don't feel like they have the freedom to speak out and say what they believe. There is an authoritarian bent here. Science has stifled anyone who is a dissenter and not allowed them to speak out, which, frankly, is why I was so surprised that the FDA made the recommendation that they did and spoke out against the recommendations of Dr. Fauci so significantly because they were clearly trying to pressure them to make a choice. That's what Berenson told us on Friday. So can you imagine if Trump had gotten that far out in front of where the FDA was and basically tried to bully
5: them? into making a decision about boosters like this. But I, I think I think the initial point that you've made, Clay, to me, and that we've been talking about on air today, whereby they have to keep some Something tool in, in the toolkit. Yes. Because remember, that's what a lot that's what got all this started. You, you had a lot of public health experts who were sitting on these multi-billion dollar budgets who were unwilling to come forward and say, honestly, there's not much we can do. A lot of people are going to get this do your best, try to stay healthy, stay away from sick people and Godspeed. They could have said that, you know, yes, or they could have done a focus protection plan by going for the data showing that the elderly 65 and up, 75 and up were particularly it's really 75 and up too, as you say, from the death chart, you know, people that are 75, 85 uh, plus is where you have a big spike in the mortality rate here. So that's you should focus on trying to protect from the virus more than more than anybody else. Uh, but, you know, Clay, the, uh, Glenn Greenwald, a man firmly of the left. I don't know if you saw, I just, I just shared this on, on Twitter. I wanted to share it with everybody else. In response to the 2021 Emmys, where everyone's maskless indoors and it's all, oh, look at us, we're glitzy and glamorous and fancy. Sophisticated, vaccinated and fancy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greenwald retweeted this and he, he wrote the following. You can say it every day and it still won't be enough. The liberal discourse and policymaking around covid has no relationship whatsoever to science. It has a lot to do with culture, politics, hierarchy, psychology and control. But science and health are totally absent. End quote, that's I mean, that's like a, a, a mantra of this show now for the months yes. that we've been on. This is not about this is not driven primarily by keeping you safe, folks. This is about controlling you and political power through the lens of COVID intervention and mitigation.
0: Yeah, and when we come back, I want to play the audio of San Francisco Mayor London Breed for everybody out there who may not have heard it yet, because if you'll remember, last Friday we pointed out that she had been caught indoors violating her own mask mandate, as, by the way, everyone at the Emmys was. But when you actually hear her defending that decision... You are going to finally say, we've reached the point where basically people who are Democrats can just say, hey, we'll do whatever we want and not even try and defend the hypocrisy. I want you to hear this audio when we come back. But first, what you got for us? I I,
5: I think her defense boils down to uh, extending one finger in the direction of those of us who, who don't like the hypocrisy. That's really the defense. But, you know, when proven Wall Street legends decide to do something as unique as sharing their daily activity and decision-making with you, you got to pay attention to their actions. I know I did. When I came across Carnivore Trading, that's the name of this elite group of Wall Street legends, I got a subscription for their information. So did Morgan, who writes in that he had zero time to study stock trading charts, and today he sold the stock highlighted by Carnivore for a 486% profit. Now, do all Carnivore stock recommendations rake in that much? Of course not. Nobody can do that, right? But big wins happen more than you think. And how many really big wins do you need before it's more than worth it, before you could really change your financial outlook? That's why I follow Carnivore's advice. Right now, their information's free. You choose. You can watch your mutual funds die a slow inflation death or take control of your portfolio at Carnivore. This is where real people with little to no trading experience can crush it. Try it for two weeks today for free. See and mirror Carnivore's trades, or just watch to see how much you would have made, then go in heavy. Visit GetOurTrades.com. That website is GetOurTrades.com, and use the promo code USA. That's GetOurTrades.com, promo code USA, see website for terms and conditions, past performance, not a guarantee of future earnings.
0: Having more fun than a human being should be allowed. Times two, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB
6: Network. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. at lifelock.com slash news that's lifelock.com slash news to save up to twenty five percent identity theft protection starts here
0: the number one fantasy sports app in America's prize picks it's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports five million members already active on prize picks if you've not yet downloaded prize picks do it today with as little as four picks more player action on prize picks now than ever and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured download the free prize picks app and open your account use my name clay for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars download the prize picks app Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
6: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires.
1: Call 800 333 kia for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
0: Welcome back in. We are rolling through third hour Monday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. And... Finding hypocrisy and exposing it should be the media's job, one of the primary jobs out there. And certainly the hypocrisy associated with COVID has been off the charts, particularly from Democrats, but from many different public health officials who have claimed that COVID was wildly more dangerous uh, than the data would reflect. And we talked about And again, I would encourage you to go look at this data for yourself if you haven't already. Uh, the children death we shared, uh, Phil Kirpin did a great graphic looking at age of death since COVID started last year all the way up basically to the present day. And you can look at the child data yourself. But the fact that we are continuing to mask kids, Buck, you talked about the great piece in the New York Post that said, essentially, there's no way to justify it at all, not only in this country, but comparing this country with all other
5: sort of first world countries around the the globe, it doesn't make sense. They've all stopped doing it because they've come to realize, based on the actual data, that it does not make any sense. And then the people that I get really angry at, and that was Carol Markowitz who wrote that piece in the New York Post, where she says it's like a form of sadism now. Yes. and, And also it's... It's almost as though a certain kind of Democrat leftist feels like this is an opportunity to show their fealty to Fauciism. I'm even willing to mask up my child in order to show how seriously remember how it was about how seriously you take the virus. And Clay, the people who pretend like this does not come with a cost. I mean, we actually have audio of a kid crying at a daycare as some daycare worker is like, you know, strapping a mask and pulling it on his face is horrible. I mean, if someone tried to do that to me as an adult, I'd punch them in the mouth.
0: Let's listen to that audio in a second. But first, let's listen to New York, I mean, San Francisco Mayor London Breed, who is saying, hey, basically, I was in such a good mood. Why in the world would I wear a mask? And then we'll also let you hear... What happens when a two-year-old is trying to be masked? And think about the dichotomy here. An adult can make a choice, a kid can't. Here's San Francisco Mayor London Breed.
4: I got up and started dancing because I was feeling the spirit. And I wasn't thinking about a mask. I was thinking about having a good time. And in the process, I was following the health orders. I'm vaccinated. I don't need to wear a mask and take a picture every single time. I don't want to. But at the same time... I'm being careful to not only protect myself and to protect other people. This is nitpicking. This is really unfortunate. And let me tell you, when the spirit moves you because you are watching history in the making, Bay Area royalty perform, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to turn around and look for where my mask is.
5: Clay, I'm just going to say, when I come to see you, uh, when we come to meet up in Alabama to go to the big football game in a couple weeks here, I'm just going to tell the airline, uh, excuse Mm -hmm. me, I'm moved by the spirit. I'm 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 That's jamming fantastic. out to some tunes on my uh, my AirPods or whatever and I'm moved by the spirit. No mask.
0: That would be fantastic. I would love to hear what happened and you would never be allowed on the airline again. But and and we're making fun of London Breed, the mayor of San Francisco, for not being willing to follow we should point out her own city's guidelines that she is in charge of implementing. But this has real consequences when we insist on the application of these rules to young children. Listen to this kid who's being forced to wear a mask. It's tough to listen to, but I think it's important to put it in context. Having just heard what the mayor of San Francisco said, you think this kid is feeling the spirit? You think this kid wants to be wearing this mask? Put your
4: mask on. You got to
7: wear it on. No, you got to keep it on. (laughs)
5: my brother's name and uh this is, this is madness, not going to keep anybody safe not going to keep anybody safe madness clay that's i mean it's it's not even like they're doing something where we're sitting here saying wow it's kind of harsh and you know but but at least we know does nothing does nothing
0: and it's so hard to hear that i think as a parent because if you got kids in daycare you have kids to school it's tough to let them out away from you oftentimes for a day and then this happens it's awful What's not awful, my friends at Pure Talk, they will take care of you. They can save you up to $800 a year. Look, I'm doing this with my own family. You can keep your same phone number. You can even keep your same cell phone. They'll just send you a new SIM card, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. If you have those guys, you could save $800 a year. Right now, my son has a Pure Talk wireless phone. He loves it. He gets unlimited talk, text, six gigs of data for just thirty dollars a month. How do you do the same from your cell phone right now? Dial pound two fifty, say Pure Talk. It's easy. Get your cell phones in your hand right now. Trust me and save eight hundred dollars. You save fifty percent off your first month right now. Pound two five zero, say Pure Talk. You'll get a text message to allow you to sign up from Pure Talk and start saving today. That's pound two five zero, say
2: Pure Talk. Not yet, Chuck, we don't. We're following that, but not yet. We do know that when you do get infected, you get strong immunity. There's no doubt about that. The durability is unclear. There's another fact we know that if you do get infected and recover and get vaccinated, the level of your immunity is extraordinarily high, surpassing any of the other two-dose vaccines that you get.
5: Clay and Buck Show here, and Clay, you know, there we had the Fouch doing the usual dance on TV. He's saying, we don't know. That was about natural immunity, something you and I have been pushing here. And every doc that I know listens to this show that's reached out on this issue has said, essentially, with one voice, thank you for bringing up this thing that the administration was pretending didn't matter until about five minutes ago because it's reckless and it's wrong, and it's not about science. It's about Politics and policymaking uh, for the Democrat Party, but Fauci saying we don't know how long natural immunity lasts. So that's kind of the and then comma we know that the vaccine on top of natural immunity makes things so much better. Okay, first of all, they don't know how long the vaccine lasts. That's for sure. And also, okay, how much better is it reasonable to make people that have natural immunity get the shot so they can have what maybe an additional five or ten percent? I mean, how much additional protection do they have? They don't know, Clay. And if they did know, we would know because there would be numbers and real data attached to some of this, and there's not.
0: Yeah, and I think focusing on not knowing how long natural immunity lasts, on Friday we played a clip from last year of Fauci saying that if it's like any other virus, the natural immunity would last a really long time. But also we know, as we pointed out Friday – that the vaccine doesn't last very long. So trying to undercut the idea of natural immunity by saying we know it doesn't last very long uh, for we don't know how long it lasts is defeating the entire purpose. Right. I mean, it's hard to come up with any other idea than they think it undercuts the idea of vaccination. Because remember, we're at 76 percent of adults have had at least one shot now, and they keep saying the unvaccinated are the other 24 percent. I think there's probably a pretty substantial portion of that 24% that's already had COVID. So what percentage of people, and this is the data we should have that we don't have, that they have in England, for instance, what percentage of people now in America, Buck, have some form of COVID uh, antibody immunity here, either from the vaccine or natural?
5: It's got to be over 90%. What's going to happen? I mean, just just remember this is another Buck prediction for the future. What's going to happen is eventually caseload will be very low. There won't be the same level of outbreaks. This is assuming there's not you know, antibody dependent enhancement and new variants and all kinds of crazy things. But I try to be as optimistic as I can under the crazy circumstances we have here. But at some point we will have so much natural and durable immunity in the in the population overall from people just getting infected over the course of about two years of this thing. And viruses historically often have about a two year life cycle of spread, the same strain of virus uh throughout throughout a community. Then they'll say, see all of our mitigation, all of our shots, all of our masking—it finally worked. Once that, once, and then, and then at that point, some people say, "Hold on a second, it finally worked." I mean, if 250 million people out of 330 got infected with COVID, is that really intervention and mitigation working? Because that seems like an interesting way to. So that's what I think we're, is going to happen. And also, Clay, nothing is perfect. I mean, if you do a little bit of deep diving on this, you find out really quickly. Not only can can chicken pox come back, and it often does when people are older with weakened immune systems as shingles, you can actually get the chicken pox again. It can happen. It's very, very rare. But does anyone sit around who's had chicken pox worried about being the one in a million that gets a second case of chicken pox? No.
0: Not only that, Buck, as was pointed out to us, the CDC actually specifically recommends that you don't need to get a chickenpox vaccine if you had chickenpox before. Right. Meaning there's a huge percentage of uh, of our listenership out there who are either older than us or I don't know when did the chickenpox vaccine start to really get widely distributed? You're probably 25 years old, you might have gotten the chickenpox vaccine, but I bet if you're 30 or 35, you probably didn't. I know we didn't have it when I was I'm 42 and you didn't have it when you were a kid. So the vast majority I would imagine of our listenership had chicken pox at some point in their life, never got the never got the vaccine. So why does the CDC recommend if you had covid, you need to get a vaccine? But the exact opposite for chicken pox doesn't make any sense.
5: We got a lot of calls, a lot of lines lit. Wanted to get to it. Eight hundred two, eight, two, two, eight, eight, two. We have maybe one space open that's not currently filled. So if you want to call in now is the time. Kate in Houston, Texas, got some chicken pox thoughts.
7: Oh, yeah. I got a lot to say. Um, I just, sorry, I just took my vitamin D um, <laughs> medication. But I just wanted to tell you that you are right on. Our kids do not need this because they have a natural immunity system and they have more cells than us, at least 30 times more than us. Because remember those chicken pock parties in the 70s? I know I do. Yeah. I was exposed twice when I was five years old. And guess what? I had to sit for a patient here at the hospital with shingles but guess what my uh my nurse didn't know that so she sent me to employee health and it turns out that I actually have an immunity to chicken pox because of that so long story short our kids don't need Uh, vaccines in the 90s actually helped with uh with that chicken pox because it took 12 years to develop but that that's what's important with it. So. All right.
0: Thank you for the call. I just think, that, again, the point is, if you look at the data, and I would encourage you to look at the Phil Kirpin data that we were talking about earlier in the show and that we shared uh, with mortality rates for COVID based on age by year, right? So you can look at how many two-year-olds have died, how many four-year-olds, how many 84-year-olds. You can look at all of that. And if you do, I don't understand how any parent could look at that data. Your kids... I want to keep hammering this home because people don't re- realize it. Your kids are more likely to die driving to or from school. Your kids are more likely to be murdered. Your kids are more likely to die of the seasonal flu than they are from COVID. And there's we don't been
5: mandate the flu shot for kids. There's been a a reckless and dishonest campaign of hyperventilating disinformation from people that have it's it has really become a kind of religion. It really has turned into an issue of faith for people, Fauciism, lockdownerism, whatever you want to call it. And there's such an identification now, a political and tribal identification with the people who just do all the things that the apparatus tells them to do. And they don't want to believe And Clay, this is, I think, one of the big problems. They don't ever want to wake up and have to say to themselves, wow, you mean all those times I was jogging with two masks on outside I was actually being an idiot who doesn't know how to think for himself or herself. Nobody ever wants to believe that, even if it means that they get freedom from masks going forward. You know, people, everyone thinks they're smart. Everyone thinks that they can think through problems. And it's embarrassing. Right. There are a lot of people who should be. And I think masking up your kid voluntarily for people that are on the plane and stuff. I know they use force to make you. That's different. Voluntarily masking up your children should embarrass parents of good sense they should feel embarrassed
0: and there's lots of people out there who basically given up two years of their life i mean what's two years of your life worth if you lived it completely based on fear and that fear was totally not justified based on the data and also i think is going to have lingering long-term effects on children because we're teaching them to to be terrified of other people meantime tunnel the towers foundation helps america to never forget 9-11 this year the foundation's giving 200 mortgage-free homes to America's heroes and their families. It's an organization every American can get behind and support. Think of the impact your $11 a month can make when we all donate together to provide these homes to the families of American heroes who fought for our freedom. As well, this coming weekend, Tunnel the Towers Foundation's organizing their Tunnel the Towers 5K Run and Walk New York City to witness it is one of the most emotional days. It starts in Brooklyn. Tens of thousands of people retrace Steven Siller's final selfless footsteps on 9-11.
5: Clay, it's the Foundation's signature event. West Point, cadets run together. Families walk to pay tribute to the loved ones they lost. It's a breathtaking sight when you see firefighters from all over the country running in their firefighting gear. It's this coming Sunday, September twenty-six, featuring Leonard Skinner at the annual Run Weekend concert for registrants. Never forget, donate $11 a month now to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T, dot org.
2: It's amazing trying to keep up with everything here, but that's what we do. We make the complex
5: understandable. Words forever etched into the heart of America. Clay
0: Travis and Buck Sexton. Inspired by Rush. On the EIB Network.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why?
6: Strong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael
3: Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's reality, reality, Podcast. reality Podcast.
4: We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room.
3: We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television Listen to Rappaport's reality with me,
4: Kibi Rappaport, and me,
3: Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back in final segment,
0: Monday edition. Encourage all of you to make sure that you download and subscribe to the podcast. You can give us five stars. We still owe reading some of those five star reviews. Search out Clay Travis, search out Buck Sexton. We also want you to know. Our MyPillow products are absolutely phenomenal. They can make your sleep better, and I love the MySlippers. My wife wears these things everywhere. took two years to develop them. They are made with a three-tier cushioning system. It even sounds comfortable. Two layers of MyPillow foam and a layer of Impact Gel to prevent fatigue and offer all-day comfort. High-quality leather. You can get them right now for 50% off. Log on to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials. Use the promo code Clay and Buck. The slippers even come with a one-year warranty. When has that ever happened before? You get one-year warranty on your shoes. MyPillow.com. Promo code Clay and Buck, or you can call 800-792-3269. We've been talking about the hypocrisy of the Democratic Party as it pertains to the border, where you can cross without being tested for COVID at all, despite the fact that hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, have done so over the last year. Whereas if you're vacationing in Mexico, you have to get a test to come back. If you're coming in from Europe, you have to get a test or be uh, COVID vaccinated in order to come into this country now under new policies. Well, Jen Psaki was asked about that by Fox News's Peter Ducey, and this is what it sounded like. If somebody
6: walks into the country right across the river, somebody asked them to see their vaccination card. Well,
4: let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. As individuals come across the border, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have any symptoms. If they have symptoms, they are. the intention is for them to be quarantined. That is our process. They're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time. I don't think it's but the same here. thing. The it's thing? not the same thing. These are individuals, as we've noted, and as we've been discussed, we are expelling individuals based on type. 42, specifically because of COVID, because we want to prevent a scenario where large numbers of people are gathering, posing a threat to the community and also to the migrants themselves.
5: I mean, she's just it's like delusional at some point. First of all, most of the family units and there's still a lot of family units showing up are led into the U.S., Clay. So start with that. More than half of them. The numbers that I've seen for people studying this are about 60 to 70 percent of the family units on any given day are just being told, go ahead and trust us when we tell you, folks, that they're planning on staying in the U.S. a very long time.
0: Yes, and look, this is an indefensible position to have to defend, and I'm sure Jen Psaki knows that, and this is just one of the litany of disasters that is facing Joe Biden right now, but it's one that is wildly and clearly and blatantly hypocritical. And I and when we talk about why these sort of situations matter, why does it matter that the Emmys occur and none of the stars are wearing masks? I don't I I think they should be able to have the Emmys by the way and not be able to yeah, wear I want masks. no
5: one wearing masks, is it maybe healthcare, right. maybe healthcare settings with people at high risk. That's it.
0: Why does it matter if London Breed, the mayor of San Francisco, is flagrantly violating her own restrictions? Why does it matter That the Biden administration has one policy in place for covid when it comes to crossing the border. If you're an American citizen who went to a resort in Mexico and another, if you're walking across the river, the Rio Grande to enter into the United States, you know
5: how they're you know how they're going after people for fake vaccine passports. And, you know, they're trying to they're trying to make examples of people, you know, what? one of the most common crimes that illegal immigrants commit on a regular basis and are almost never prosecuted for document fraud, folks. Social security card fraud. All kinds of, uh, sign, I mean, uh, you know, they, they sign things under other names. They commit fraud on a regular basis. People say, oh, but they have to work. Look, I'm just trying, do we have a set of rules or not? Don't tell me that a CD, you know, a friend of mine, I may or may not know some people with some fake cards. I may or may not, I can neither confirm nor deny that I know people with fake cards, Clay, but that's so terrible. It's also serious. But forging documents—if you're an illegal in this country—that's that's totally fine. No, I'm sorry, the law is out of the law, or it's not.
0: Yeah, and it ties in, Buck, with ultimately this ends when people say it has to end. And and I talked about this all over the weekend. You you're up in New York City, where you have to have a vaccine passport in theory to go to a restaurant, to go to a gym, to go to a movie, to go to a sporting event, any kind of major uh, life event, basically. Less than four hours away, Buck, in Happy Valley, Pennsylvania, over uh, nearly 110,000 people showed up for the Penn State game against Auburn. All sitting without masks, all in white. They did a whiteout, which was really cool. But I couldn't stop thinking about what different worlds we're living in right now, where some people are have reached the point where they say, "Hey, we're going to live our normal life." And there are so many other people out there that are still terrified to live their normal life. And it's often only a few miles that separates the distance between the two.
5: Dave in Ohio, what's going on, Dave? Um, I just wanted to say the thing that Fauci was mentioning about how you're super vaccinated. If you had your antibodies or your, uh, the COVID and then also the uh, shot, not necessarily true. My wife, she works in a lab. They just got the new machine in that they could test the antibodies in the hospital in Akron, and they were testing our lab, uh, the families, and stuff like that before they go live with the machine. She had to get the vaccine, and we both had our uh, the COVID back in January. She got the vaccine. Now she does not have any natural antibodies. I still do. She does not. All she has is the vaccine antibodies. I mean, it's interesting. It's mean, certainly one one case would be. I mean, one instance, I should say, Dave, uh, is is anecdotal, but certainly, you know, interesting to see w- where is the data, Clay, on what the vaccine does in addition to natural immunity? I mean, why is not it more readily available?
0: Yeah, I think that's fantastic data that we should have for sure. And also, it's worth mentioning some people have antibodies and they may not show up, uh, especially if you had a natural infection based on talking to some doctors. Those things can show up when you're actually uh, exposed to the virus, right? Like you don't necessarily have to have an exact antibody in your blood at a particular point in time. Your body has been trained to respond, and so it can produce faster. Based on people I've talked to, so uh, you know this this idea of uh, of antibody. Waning, we know occurs 100 percent with the vaccine. That's why they're talking about boosters. That's what's happened right. in Israel. That's what's happened in England. We 100 percent know that. We don't have good enough data about natural yeah, immunity. to the T cell immunity,
5: country. which would be, which which has a longer memory generally in, in immunity or in immunology. Uh, anyway, we, we're not going to be able to solve that one at the very end of the show today. We thank you. You got all 40 for being seconds to solve the world, please. That's what we do. We kind of solve the world here. We make all the things better for all of you and all of us. Thanks for being with us. Please do subscribe to Clay and Buck Podcast. If listen to podcasts, and uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow. We've got some exciting things in mind, interesting things that we're going to break down for all of you. Uh, also, go check out Outkick.com, Clay's site. You can go to BucksExon.com, my site, for just some news updates. Uh, ClayandBuck.com for everything we're doing here on the show, which is always a fun place to go. And, Clay, tomorrow you're going to be teeing us off, buddy. Better get some sleep tonight. It's going to be a big one.
0: (laughs) That's the plan. Late night Monday night football. Hopefully it doesn't
5: go on so long. Oh, Monday night football. Maybe maybe I will watch the football in anticipation of the other football. Lots of people
0: in Wisconsin going to be hanging out. No masks. Should be fun. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on
3: the EIB Network.